Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to my Good Nanny Radio, MGN Radio, the best show on Blog Talk Radio for family information and entertainment. Thanks for tuning in. from Georgia. Today is Wednesday, May 27th, 2015. It's 9 p.m. and we have an amazing show for you guys. I'm so excited. I see everybody on the phone lines. We're going to be tweeting using the hashtag Selena Johnson and hashtag MGM Radio. I'm so excited about today's show, but before I begin, I want to just say thank you to all our fans that listen to MGN Radio. We are the number one show on Blog Talk Radio for family information and entertainment, and we interview celebrity moms, dads, everyday working moms and dads, anything that is of the parenting or family interest. So thank you. Um, again, if you've been following us on Facebook, My Good Nanny, as well as Hair Yum and Dare to Aspire Conference, you've noticed that we are so excited to have Grammy Award-winning singer, actress, producer, one of my favorites, Selena Johnson, I mean, she is so gorgeous, she's a mom, she's a wife, and I can't wait to interview her. Um, Before we begin, I just want to say again, Dare to Aspire is our fifth conference in Atlanta. Um, Tickets are selling fast, we're so excited, and um, it's June 12th. Friday, we're having a VIP mixer and the launch, the Atlanta launch of Harium, which is a vegan, high-performing hair care product line. And if you're on Instagram, you know today we reached 9,000 followers and we are super excited. So thank you to all our fans around the world that love Harium. And then Saturday is a conference, and that's when Selena will actually be there on Saturday. And she's going to speak to us, and we're super, super excited. Okay, so before I give her our fabulous MGN introduction, of course, you know, we have to pay some bills, and then I have to play my favorite song by Selena Johnson. It's an oldie, but it's a goodie. So let's play that, and we'll be right back with Selena Johnson. Thank you. Bring home a check. See, I will love you till the day I die. But never love you enough. 
Y'all see me singing. <laughs> I love it. Okay, without further ado, because she's a busy mom, a busy um, um, wife and a mother, Selena Johnson, she's a singer. She's one of the greatest singers and performers of our generation. Um, she's was is on R&B Divas Atlanta. She has released a new album, Chapter 6, Couples Therapy, um, and she's going to be at Dare to Aspire, like I said, Saturday. And please visit her, selenamusic.com. You can see her music, her tour, and a lot of great stuff that she has going on. So without further ado, let me collect um, Selena Johnson. Hi, Selena. Hi. Hi. Welcome to to MGN Radio. Awesome. Thanks for having me. 
Oh, no, thank you. I love you. So I was jamming to Guess What. I, that's my favorite song. I love it. I love it. I love it. But we're so happy. We, you have a lot, we have a lot of fans on the line to talk to you. So let's just get started with the interview, right? Okay, so why don't you tell us, like, how did you get started in singing? Oh, wow. Um, <laughs> that was a really long time ago. Um I don't know. I I think I, my dad, um, my dad's an entertainer, so I kind of just got started with him. But I've always sung, you know, ever since I was a child. But I didn't take it seriously until I started working with my father. So I, I really, in college is when I was in a, I was in a talent show, and I won the talent show singing Whitney Houston, I Will Always Love You. And I changed my major to music and I um, was already working on material with my dad, but then I really got, I really decided that this was something I wanted to do for a living. Before then, I was in college to, you know, do something more stable. Wow, and that's amazing. And um, I like that you said more stable because we all know the, you know, the entertainment business and the singing business has its ups and downs. Um, you released your sixth chapter six couples therapy. Like, what is what would you say has been kind of like the most challenging thing about just this whole industry and your journey? Um, it's so many challenging things. I I would say overall just having to be resilient, having to continuously reinvent, do something new, um, you know, change it up for your fans, give them something to, you know, new and fresh to look forward to, you know, so just continuously having to to push the envelope. And um, that's been hard to do because, you know, you don't want to do the same stuff over and over again. Yeah, and your voice, you know what, Selena, I want to tell you, your voice is so unique, and you have a certain, I mean, for those who've listened, you know, we just played Guess What, which is, like I said, an oldie but a goodie. She has a new album out, Couples Therapy, Chapter 6, but your voice is so unique. Um, don't you think that kind of differentiates you? I mean, now you're independent. Um, can you talk about just, like, what made you go independent? How has that kind of helped your career? Um with the whole change to how you produce your music? Well, um, being, when I signed with a major record label, that was the thing to do. So I I did what was, you know, what you were supposed to do at that time. When I got off of Jive Records, you know, we that's when there was an option to even do something like that. You know, you really, you know, you really didn't think of doing something like that when I got signed. So um, when I... When I got off Jive Records, I was um, with my husband. Uh, we weren't married yet, but we were dating. And I decided to just take a, a break for a minute. And um, I, when, once I had my first son, I decided to get back into it. And it was easier. It was a better decision to to, to be independent because I was stable. You know, I'm just going to keep it all the way real. I was stable. So I didn't have to worry about, Eating, I mean, singing to survive. So um, in that instance, I could explore and I could be free and do what I want to do um, as far as creating music. So um, my sister, it was actually her idea. You know, she brought the idea to me and presented it to me, and I was like, great. 
um, so she went and got me a distribution deal, and then we, we went from there. And, and when I um, started, when I did my first independent album, I realized this is something that I want to do, you know. So I just love the freedom of it all. Yeah, and that's important, yeah, the freedom. Yeah. yeah, and I love that you say you're keeping it real because that's what we love about you, Selena, that you do keep it real. And I know we glossed over your father, but we got to pay respect because he is one of the, you know, he's a legendary um, musician, and I know he probably has a big influence on your life. Um, and you talked about him briefly. Um, is he also, um, is he one of the, the reasons that, you know, keeps motivating you, your father and his um, impact in the music business? Um, no. <laughs> Ironically, he's not. <laughs> uh, you would think that he should be, but yeah. ironically, he's not. Um, our father is on a very different page as far as music and the industry is concerned. He's, he's, he has a very different agenda as far as music is concerned. And um, Wow. We just do not see eye to eye um, as as humans or as or musically. Um, we used to when I was younger, but oh, we don't see eye to eye um, anymore. My motivation um, nowadays uh, I'm inspired by different things all the time. Um, but I'm I'm also in a place where I want to expand into other avenues, and I will always love music. Music is awesome, and I will always make music. Um, but, you know, I'm, I'm inspired by, you know, just different things. It used, it used to just be albums, being inspired by music just in general. But um, now I'm just inspired, inspired by so many other things. And in, 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 being, in, in that inspiration, it, it leads me to want to do other things. So, I love um, it, love it, yeah. love it. Love your honesty, Selena. And if you have a question for or comment for Selena, you can press 1 and we'll connect you. I do see everybody on the phone lines. Thank you. We are live with Grammy Award-winning singer, actress, mom, Selena Johnson. So now you've released, for those who um, who might not know, you've released Chapter 6, Couples Therapy. How did you come up with the name, and can you share what is the album about? Um, couples therapy came from, I always write about where I am in my life. Um, and couples therapy came from the concept that of me and my husband actually being in couples therapy. And so I wanted to, I, I would be in, my husband and I would actually be in therapy and we would, um, all these different concepts would come up and I'd be like, well, this is, you know, this is a, this is a song, you know, and this is a song, and this is a song, and this is a great concept, and this and that, you know. So um, all those concepts will come up, and, and I decided to make them in records because that's where I was in my life. Um, and, and then it's just something that it was it served as a therapy for myself with my husband. Wow. And your husband, I mean, he's, ex, he's an ex-NBA player, um, and you've been married for a number of years. Um, what, what challenges does that pose, or can you share, like, what you've kind of learned from going to couples therapies? Maybe there's other moms on the phone that are married that might be, you know, having problems or just want to talk about different issues that affect marriage. Is there anything that you feel comfortable with sharing? Well, I encourage therapy on all levels. 
whether it's couples therapy, um, individual therapy, I think that God gives us tools. You know, people, they go to the church, which is great because I go to the Word as well, but I think that God has, has empowered individuals for to help do his work, you know, and I, I feel like, you know, that is the study of psychology and psychiatry, and I think that, um, you know, I think that we should take advantage of that. And we don't, as, as black people, we don't take advantage of it like we should, but we definitely should. And um, I think that uh, if, if you are going through something with your husband or your spouse, I think that therapy is a good is a good first look, you know, because every situation is not a, oh, okay, let's get a divorce. You know, people go through stuff all the time. The vows say for better or for worse. They told you that. They told you it was going to be worse, you know. <laughs> so you got to be ready for it. You know, you got you, you got to be ready for it, and you got to be able to to muscle through it. So yeah, I think therapy yeah. is a good tool to help you do just that. Yes, yes, definitely, definitely. We are live with Selena Johnson on MGM Radio. If you have a question, you press 1, we will try to connect you. So now, Selena, as we were talking about, you know, your album and everything, for those of you who might be fans of R&B Divas, you are in the show, um, R&B Divas Atlanta. Um, Tell us, how did you get approached for the show? Um, Do you have any regrets about doing the show? Um, can you share with us? Um, I don't have regrets about anything that I've done in this industry. Um, everything, you know, God put me in that place for that particular reason to get to the next level. Um, as far as R&B Divas, there are, there are some things that I wish I could have changed and wish I could have done better, and I wish that would have been done better on production side, on, you know, network side, everything. But I'm sure everybody feels that way. However, I think that overall, R&B Divas was a great franchise, is a great franchise. I think that um, I, 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 I was able to forge some amazing, strong relationships with some of the ladies and um, some of the producers. Um, so some of the relationships that I the, the relationships that I have sustained are worth it and are good ones. So, um, you know, TV One, I was able to, to forge a relationship with them as a network, you know, Think Factory as a, as a um, production company and uh, 10 to 1 Entertainment um, as a production company. So there are, the, the, the pros outweigh the cons. Um, the shooting schedule was tough. Being away from my children was tough. Um, having to deal with different people's personalities that were unorthodox at times and, and random was tough. But being in the music industry, I'm built for that anyway because I go through that all the time. And uh, so that, you know, you, you go through that in any given setting in the music industry. So that's really nothing new. Um, it was just uh, kind of alarming when it was somebody that was your friend and then you saw them do something different. Or you thought they were your friend and then you saw them do something different. So going through stuff like that was kind of, you know, um, having to sever ties with people um, based on me finding out who they truly are as a person um, that that was hard to deal with, but I don't regret it. Um, Nikki Gilbert um, was the person who called me and told me about the idea, and um, I remember we had meetings way back in 2010 about this stuff. Um, or, or yeah, 2000, like the end of 2010, going into 2011, maybe I think. Yeah, because I was pregnant with my son. Yep. So we had um, we had talked about this. For a very long time, this was 
um, something she was very passionate about. This is something I was very passionate about with her. I thought this was an amazing um, idea. I was one of the first people that she called, probably the first person she called. Um, her, I, her, my, her and myself and Melissa used to um, stay on the phone talking about it. Um, so, you know, it was great to see it come come into fruition, and it was great to see it flourish like it did. And I'm, you know, it's still a great franchise. I mean, it could, every every French every show can have needs improvement. Um, but uh, I'm glad that I was able to be a part of it. Um, I, I think that it did a great thing for R&B music. I hope that it doesn't go away because, you know, as R as an R&B kind of fool, a person that is a diehard R&B person and fan musician, I, I, we need every outlet that we can get, you know, to promote our music because it's overshadowed by so many other genres and things that are going on. So um, I hope that it does stay in some capacity, whether it's just L.A. or just Atlanta, whatever the case may be, or maybe it's a new city, you know, whatever the case may be, it needs to be for the, the you know, for the genre of R&B music. So, um, no. yeah, I mean, that that's basically it. No, I, I love it. I love it. And I see the phone lines are blowing up. The chat room is blowing up. Um, so I do want to get some questions. We know Selena's schedule is very, very tight, um, and we have to play some, some bills. So let me go to the phone lines first. And in the chat room, I see you. Thank you so much um, for listening to Selena Johnson. So let me see. This is 44208. You have a question. You're live with Selena. Hello. Hi. Hello. Hi. Hi. Yeah, hello. Hi. Hi, my name's Diane. I'm phoning from London. Oh, wow. Hello. Uh-huh. Yes, hi. Hi, Diane. Uh, hi, Selena. It's Diane Bonner. Hi, Diane. How's it going? It's good. I just wanted to let you know how um, how I really love your music. And I Thank think you you're very much, brilliant. Diane. Sorry, I'm nervous. I'm nervous. Thank I'm you nervous. very much. If you shouldn't be. Oh, Selena, do you remember me? <laughs> oh, yeah. I'll be yeah, yeah, you okay, yeah, I just wanted to, I just wanted to ask Selena. Hi, I just want to ask Selena. Do you forgive me, Selena? Uh, yes, Diane, you're 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 okay. It's okay. <laughs> wow, wow. Thanks, Diane. Thanks. Now we're going to eight six four. Um, hi eight six four. You're live with Selena. Question or comment? Uh, hi. Uh, good uh, evening, ladies. I have two mm-hmm. questions. Um, the first one is that you mentioned therapy as a tool and that black people don't use it. What are some of the tools that you think would be good for black people to use in view of your experience? Number two, you are famous. So many people want to be famous. What are the benefits and also the negative aspects of fame? Oh, wow. Thank you. Yeah, great Thank question. You. Well, the first question um, I, I also um, I also promote and recommend mindfulness, practicing mindfulness and meditation. I also um, recommend working out and, and, and having a nutritious uh, a, nu- a nutritious diet. You know, leading a nutritious life, a nutritious based lifestyle, um, which basically is eating the right foods and working out. You know what I'm saying? Um, these things help relieve stress. Um, African Americans are leading in heart disease, diabetes, um, cancer now, hypertension. Um, so, and a lot of it is not just stemming from our diet, but also from our levels of stress. And number in black women, um, out of 
out of um, out of all of the women, like like if you, if you go, because uh, I'm actually doing a paper on my, my capstone on African American women and obesity. Uh, we are of of the women in America, of American women, sixty two percent of us are obese or overweight. Sixty two percent, which and fifty percent of those women will either have type two diabetes or have had type two diabetes, which predisposes their children and everything, which is leads to all kind of foolishness, thyroid issues, all kind of stuff. And it's based on stress. The African American woman is dealing with loads of stress. And and I can get into a whole, you know, thing on why we're dealing with stress and how we're dealing with stress. But one of the things we need to do is start learning how to deal with our stress. Um, everybody goes through stress. But as an African American woman, I noticed that we deal with a great a great deal of it, which is why we're angry, which is why we lash out, which is why we're overweight, which is why a whole bunch of things. So um, I think that, you know, we shouldn't be afraid of mindfulness and meditation, yoga, um, things that are relaxing, uh, taking time out, prayer for ourselves. Um, and, and a lot of this comes with proper nutrition. You know, um, the, the way you eat, Determine the way well, not can the way you eat determines the way you feel. That slogan "You are what you eat" is real talk, and um, we really need to. That that would be my number one recommendation for women um, or black people in general is to change our diets and get away from the quote unquote soul food diet because it's killing us. Number two, fame. You said fame, being famous, the good, the good and the bad. Well, the good is, um, you know, you get to connect with people. You get to connect with people one-on-one. Why? Because you're famous and they want to connect with you, so you're able to connect with them. The negatives are, for some reason, people think that you're not human, like you don't have human uh, things that happen, like you don't um, make mistakes, like you're never supposed to make mistakes. And also because of this new social media uh, frenzy that we're dealing with, um, now that the fans have more access to you, um, they get to say the meanest, most ridiculous, ignorant things known to mankind and get away with it. Um, and that's a, that's a con. It's absolutely ridiculous. Now, you can block it, but then the blogs will just post it. You cannot look yeah. at them, but, hey, man, what if you want to read about good things too? You know, so you can't avoid it. Um, people have liquid courage. They have courage. They will come up to you and just talk crazy. Now, if you were not famous, a person wouldn't come up to you on the street and talk like that. You know what I'm saying? And people think that you owe them something because you're famous or you're on television. Like you owe them like you're not a human. So that's um, that's the con, I think. And just, you know, never knowing who's who in your life. You don't know who's who. And I'm talking about all the way down to the closest people, family, not knowing who's who and who loves you for who you are and who, you know what I'm saying? That kind of concept is really difficult to deal with. Um, but when you have a strong spiritual foundation, that helps. Well, it doesn't help. That that is the only way that you can you can get through, and that's pretty much really anybody having a strong spiritual foundation in God. For me, God. For some people, it's you know whoever they worship. Somebody's Allah, whoever, Buddha, <laughs> whatever. But for me, it's, it's Jesus Christ, it's God, it's the Trinity. So um, having that strong foundation has has really helped. You know, and um, and is is a necessity to get through. It's actually uh, very difficult to be a uh, be famous, you know, if you will. 
Wow, I love it. I love I, it. And me, I would just rather be rich. You know, <laughs> if you want to be honest, if me, if I had to choose, I would take money over the fame. Like you just give me a whole bunch of millions, and I could you wouldn't have seen me nowhere, child. Just give me a whole bunch of cheese, and I would not need those. <laughs> Exactly. I would rather be. You don't need to know me. I don't need to be on TV. Just have my dollar, you don't have need my money, and me. I'm good. Exactly. Ooh, I'd be so okay with it. I'd be all right. <laughs> wow, the phone lines are blowing up. We are live with Selena Johnson, and wanted to say a big congratulations, Selena. You are graduating. I mean, you touched on it a little bit with the statistics that you threw out on obesity and, you know, nutrition and everything. But um, I think it's so important that you share that because a lot of young girls that might be listening or their moms that want their kids to be in entertainment sometimes put the education aside. Can you talk about what made you want to go back and get your degree um, specializing in nutrition? Um, and congrats again on, on your upcoming graduation. Thank you very much. I'm very excited. Um, I've always been passionate about uh, nutrition um, ever since college. My very first college roommate, her name is, was Wendy Taylor. And um, we're still very, very close to this day. Her daughter is my goddaughter. Um, her, her real name is Wendy Foreman, but she's married now. She's divorced, married, California, so it's Taylor. But she was a junior and I was a freshman. And um, she was a, a pharmacy major. She was so into fitness, and, and it made me be into fitness and nutrition and health. And um, so we would work out like crazy people, and we started teaching aerobics. And, um, but I was always into sports. I was a three-sport athlete in high school. I played basketball. Um, that was my main sport, tennis, and I was on the track team. Um, so, I mean, I've always been into sports, athletics, always been very active, um, and nutrition started to come into play um, when I got to college. But then, you know, you, you really kind of just got into the surface nutrition of just how to lose weight. Well, when I had my first son, he used to, well, actually before my first son, um, when I was dating my husband, I, I had gained a lot of weight. I had got to 200 pounds, and I was just like so miserable, you know, like how did I get this 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 big and this kind of third, you know, and I'm already 5'10", so 200 pounds is 5'10 to me and like was heavy for me because I had used to, you know, during basketball season, 155, off season, and 164. So that was like oh, my usual life. But I had gained so much weight over the years, you know, Freshman 15 when I went to college and then I lost it because I started teaching aerobics and I went back to my regular weight. But then, you know, as the years go by, you gain weight. So he, I was like, the problem is not weight loss. I know how to lose weight. You know, I know how to starve down. We all do. It's very simple. You want to lose weight, starve. You know what I'm saying? Yes, you will lose weight, but you will gain it back. Why? Because you don't know how to maintain it by eating. Eating is 85% of weight loss. Um, you know, you can literally not do that much working out and eat right and lose more weight than you would if you worked out, um, even though you should work out because it's important for your bones and all of that. However, um, my husband's agent um, connected me with a nutritionist, uh, a dietitian. Her name was Julie Burns, and her company is called Sport Fuel. She was the, she's a dietitian for the Bulls, the Bears, the Blackhawks, the White Sox, you know, like the Bonds. 
So I went to see her, and when after seeing her, it changed my entire life. That was in 2006. It changed my entire life and aspect on health and nutrition. Um, she introduced me to organics. She introduced me to minerals. She, you know, introduced me to all kinds of stuff, did referral tests, blood tests, all kinds of tests, check my allergies, thyroid, all kinds of stuff. You know, I learned so much. So I lost weight with her, um, and I was feeling great, too, eating right, everything, understood why to eat what, all of that. And, uh, you know, you go up and down, up and down. But I kept it off until I had my first child. And then um, I kind of, but I breastfed, and I kind of, it took me two years to lose it. And then I had it right after that, I got pregnant with my second child. So <laughs> I've been fighting ever since then. So, um, but, you know, stress, again, I just recently took a stress test, which is a, a saliva test. Um, I found out my, that my son was autistic in February, and it sent me into a stress nightmare. And I, I gained, like, 15 pounds in, like, two weeks. I did the same thing when we were doing marriage boot camp. It was a very stressful environment, um, gained a whole bunch of weight in, like, two weeks, you know. Um, so I found out that stress was playing a major role in, in my weight gain. However, um, with nutrition, back to nutrition, um, my son used to get all these allergies. He used to get – he stayed having an allergy or some type of ear infection or something. And so, you know, I went crazy trying to figure out if it was his food and, and different things like that, you know, with research and all of that. Um, I later found out that there was mold in the house that we were living in, and that was what was causing all of his, causing all of his symptoms. But it, it made me at that time, that was in 2009, he was two, and um, I went back to school. I went, I enrolled in Kaplan University because I dropped out of school to sign a record deal in 1997. So I enrolled in Kaplan University, but I didn't want to do music. I wanted to learn. I'm like, I'm doing all this research on nutrition. I might as well go and get my degree. So I got my, I, got, I enrolled for nutrition science. And uh, now I am weeks away from graduation. Wow, congratulations. Yay. And Thank I like you. that. Yay. Yeah, I, I know that is so awesome. I love you're so transparent. You talk about your son, your youngest son being autistic. I think that's going to really help so many moms. I mean, we know Tony Braxton. A lot of other celebrities talk about it openly. Um, is there anything you can share that you've learned um, with other moms that may be going through the challenges of having an autistic son or daughter? Well, I'm fairly new, so I'm still pretty fragile. Um, when I first found out, I was pretty much finished. You know, I was I was very depressed. Um, and I kind of knew before he was diagnosed, so I was very depressed for probably, for I mean, probably ever since I started R&B Divas, I knew that there were delays. Um, he had had two fibril seizures, which were which were very scary um, when he was a baby. But and I thought that that might be the reason. I thought there was maybe things that I was doing. I blamed myself for not being around, for not being able to work with him like I, you know, did with my first son because my first son is really, 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 really bright and gets straight airs all that. So I felt like, you know, I spent more time with him. That's why, you know, I blamed myself a lot. And um, I blamed, I, I, I clearly blamed myself. And, and that's what really took me into a whirlwind, even worse, of depression um, and stress. And um, 
I'm just now, just now telling people that he had this. I didn't even want to speak it out in the world because it, it hurts that bad just to even talk about it. You know, so um, he, I, but one of the things that I'm, I'm learning is that uh, at first I didn't know that you could, he could grow out of it because I didn't think that you could. Now, there are some cases that you can't, but there are studies now that are showing that they can grow out of it and that they can live normal lives. And, um, you know, they can be, you know, citizens in the world and, and, and regular and live on their own and all of that. You know what I'm saying? Because the first thing you think is, oh, my God, my son's not going to be able to, he's going to have a girlfriend, he's not going to understand anything, he's not going gonna to have to live with me forever, he's not going to be able to be a man on his own. You know, very, very dis- things like that, distraughtful thoughts like that is, was the first thing I thought. So... Um, now, you know, I, I've learned that there's so much, so many therapies, so much help, um, so many different options, you know, to to get him to the level that he needs to be at. And um, um, so I'm, I just feel a lot better about about it in general. And um, I'm doing everything that I'm that I can. Now, the one thing that's disappointing is that the state. And the America does not care about it as much as they should. And they don't want to give you the help and the aid as much as they should, but they want to charge you up the wazoo for therapies, which is a disaster. So um, that has been stressful, you know, the fact that it's really, really hard to get help. Um, I, I have to pay, you know, so I have to pay so much more extra money for, for the kind of help that he needs to get him to the next level. So those are the, you know, things like that are really hard to deal with. And, and like I said, I'm, I'm still in a place where, you know, I'm trying to, um, I'm still in a place where I'm trying to adjust. So I'm, you know, I, I don't know if I really have that much advice, you know, <laughs> because I'm still trying to figure out, you know, how to adjust. But one thing I do know for certain, though, is that I've cleaned his diet up. And I know um, dietitians have told me that, uh, a lot of that, you know, a lot of, you know, autism starts in the gut and that it is, it is linked to um, the, the, uh, the, the, MM, the MMR shot. And what I noticed was that both times my son had seizures was right after his MMR shot, when he was 12 months and when he was 18 months. So um, I don't know about these vaccinations. I don't know. I mean, back when we were getting them, I don't think they were as were as bad. Um, this measles shot now, I, I don't know. You know, I just don't know about these 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 million vaccinations anymore. So it's just it's tough. You know, it's so much information. It's an information overload. You have to stay up on it. You have to stay current with it. It's tough. It's tough. It's tough. And we applaud you and all the millions of moms. I mean, I I know so many moms who I have two girls. But I and, and even when you have a child, there's so many challenges, you know, that I've gone through just with different things. And I know so many moms who have autistic children. And the earlier you start, um, it's very important. Diet is very important. Like you said, there's been so many studies on vaccines and just surrounding them with love. But I know, um, even in my family, that you can live a, a very productive life and you can live on your own. So we applaud you, Selena. And I know that, you know, 
other moms that are experiencing what you're going through. We'll be reaching out to you and probably tweeting. Um, so thank you so much for sharing such a personal um, thing about your family and what you're going through. We are live with Selena. I see the phone lines. We have to pay just a couple of bills. We'll be right back in like less than two minutes. Hair Yum is the fastest growing vegan hair care product on the market. Hair Yum can transform your hair with one wash. Cleanse with no harsh chemicals, sulfates, or detergents. The Hair Yum collection is available now at HairYum.com. Take the challenge. Go vegan. Get Hair Yum at HairYum.com. That's H-A-I-R-Y-U-M.com. Your hair will thank you for it. Okay, wow, we're back. We had another commercial in the queue, but we can keep it moving. Let's go to the phone lines. Again, we're live. Like I said, with all our shows, grab a pen and a piece of paper because you're going to learn. You're going to gain so much knowledge and information from our guests. And we are chatting with Grammy Award-winning singer, actress, mom, um, Selena Johnson. So let me go to 770. That's the ATL number. 770-369. Hello? Oh, hello. Hey, you're on live with Selena and Oh Poppy. my god. I'm Oh my god, I'm having a panic attack. <laughs> oh my god, Selena. Hi. Oh my god, I'm having a panic attack. Good. I was blowing you up on Instagram today asking you could I call in and everything. You probably seen it was like this girl just asking me crazy questions. But Uh-oh. I wanted to ask What's you What's your name um, on Instagram? <laughs> underscore. Okay, I don't see it. It was under your picture today that you posted when I asked you. I said, could we call in and talk to you? Okay, that's on Instagram. What's your question or comment? Mm -hmm. Um, My question was, I love your movies, Couple Therapy. I was wondering, wondering where you're going to put it on DVD. Um, currently at the moment, we have not decided to do that. Um, that would be a great idea, but, um, currently at the moment we're, um, with, we haven't decided to do that yet, but it's a great idea and I'm sure everyone would want to, but we haven't decided to do that yet. Yeah, that's It will play a lot more times this year, so. You know, just be on the lookout because it'll play a lot. You just got to DVR it. Yeah, <laughs> I tried DVR to, it. but my TV be tripping. I try to. <laughs> well, next time they come on, you just got to DVR it. Wow. Man, thank so you, Fred. I got to talk to you. Thank you, and thank you for listening. And, yes, I'm glad the caller, and, and I see the other callers, time is flying, um, but I'm glad the caller mentioned about couples therapy, um, the DVD. For those who might not know, um, the, it was a movie. That, okay, so she has a CD, Chapter 6, Couples Therapy, that just came out. And, you know, so if you're a fan like me, each of her albums is like a chapter. So there was a movie that she did, and it was on BET. Can you talk about the movie? And I know some people might have seen it. I know it might come on again. It was on BET, Couple Therapy. Can you just talk about the movie and how it relates to the album? Um, it is um, the album was done first, and then we decided to create a movie based on the album. Instead of doing, you know, just the average videos all the time, 
um, we were like, you know, let's do a, a movie. Um, at first, it was just uh, we were just going to do like a short film, you know, just for like a little hour type special. It was actually motivated by TV One because we, we had this one hour special with TV One. We were going to uh, utilize that that whole you know that time for that to do something different. But then Tangie B. Moore, who was the producer of um, the film, was like, well, let's just do a full movie, you know. And I was like, girl, we ain't gonna be able to do no movie. And girl, we ain't gonna have the funds, and girls gonna take up forever. And she was like, No, 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 we we can do it. So it was Tangie's idea to do the full movie, but um, I wanted to do, um, you know, I wanted to do something different. So it was her idea to do the movie. However, um, I had an idea to do a string of videos all linked together, not in a movie form, but a string of videos that tied together that told a story. With the Nine album, music and I had that out, had that idea with videographer Victor Victor Hogan um, that we we were going to do that with um, with the Nine project, but we just we never got around to doing it because of the rest of the, the bullcrap that went on with that album. But I'm so glad and thankful for Tangie's tenacity and for her um, her creativity and you know and her her balls for really for being like let's just do it you know. And um, it's it's something that has never been done, a movie that came out of an album. You know, there have been movies and then a soundtrack to the movie, you know, while all the songs are in the movie. But there's never been an album done based on the actual movie. So I'm I'm really happy to be able to be a part of something cool like that. You know, and to help wow. R&B, you know, to put a stamp on R&B, we, we – we got to get back to R&B, rhythm and blues, man. It's, it all derives. It all start came from that. You know, and you're right, um, Selena. And I was going to chat about R&B because, like, I grew up, you know, I'm in my 30s, and I grew up, you know, R&B was so big. But now it's like, you know, it's so different. And I wish, like, a star like you would maybe, you know, do a record with Beyonce or, um, you know, just so we can kind of bring, I'm just brainstorming out loud, ways we can kind of bring the Girl, I wish I could do a record with Beyonce. <laughs> I wish I could do, I love me some Beyonce, okay? I love me some Beyonce now. And, and people, you know, when we talk about Beyonce, we, we, we talk about her as far as a pop artist. But what people don't yeah. realize about Beyonce is that she has soul and the girl can sing. Like, she's not... Uh, the other stuff she worked on, you know, she just worked on being a great entertainer. But she's a musician. She's an artist. She's artistry. You know, she's not dumb. She got ears. She writes music. You know, she's she's just as good of an R&B singer as any of us. You know what I'm saying? So it just so happens that, you know, the the, the pop the pop element is her appearance, the fact that she dances, yeah. And the kind of music that goes with it, it's more up tempo and upbeat. You know what I'm saying? So, I yes. think that's and, and you know p- people need to understand that pop is not a a genre of music. You know, pop is not really a real genre. Pop just means popular. Pop comes from popular, popular music. Any type of genre can be pop. Adele, that's R&B. That's pop. Robin Thicke, R&B. That's pop. Um, Justin Timberlake. R&B, that's pop. Um, country music, um, Taylor Swift, when she sang her, you know, because this new album, 1989, is a little more, you know, uh, it's a little different, but like Faith Hill, that country music, Shania Twain, became pop because of its popularity. When the Houston sang R&B, 
and then and then it became ballad, but it was really kind of like R and B, and then it became you know it became pop. Visions of Love is like an R and B record. Mariah Carey, pop became pop, but it's really R and B music, rhythm and blues. You know what I'm saying? So, pop is a genre. It's not. I mean, it's not a genre. It's just a, a classification, if you will. But the genre, any kind of genre, can be um, popular. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. And Tina, Tina one three five in the chat room asked this question, so I'll ask it. She said, um, "What about you reaching out to Kanye West? You were on All Falls Down with him, and she loved that record about trying to maybe do another collab." Um, or do you have any plans of doing another record with a Kanye um, in the future? Um, Kanye just reached out to me. He uh, reached out wow. to me for a. Um, he reached out to me for a when I was filming season three of R&B Divas for a um, Rick Ross feature. It was him, Rick Ross, and um, Big Sean. And then I did all this work and did all this singing and stuff, and then they put Betty Wright on it. Um, I think it was Puffy's decision or Rick Ross and Puffy's decision at the end of the day to put Betty Wright on it. So um, he did reach out to me. And people are always like, why Kanye don't reach? He did reach out to yeah. me. And, you know, and, he, and just because he did one song with me, that I've done one song with a whole bunch of artists. Um, that They don't have to call me every day. <laughs> To keep doing songs, you know what I'm saying. Um, he has the right to 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 um, you know pr- do his creativity how the way he want to do it. I don't call him and stuff, you know. Um, I'm sure people be like, "Why you don't call for me?" You know, it. I don't know. Maybe it just ain't on his mind when he's ready. He call me for something else, you know. If he feel like, "Oh, Selena would be good on this," he call me for something else. You know, but. It's okay. I work with I can't. He don't call me. He didn't call me for nothing. <laughs> so ain't nobody saying why he didn't go back to that. I work with Common. Ain't nobody saying why he don't go back with Common. Jermaine Dupree, Busta Rhymes. I work with a whole bunch of people. You know, so um, it's 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 okay. You know, I, I personally I like to work with some some new people. I want to work with um CeeLo. I want to work with the Black Eyed Peas. I want to work with Pharrell. I want to work with um, Andre 3000. I want to work with um, Erica Badu. Like, I want to work with Lauren Hill. I want to work with some new people. You know what I'm saying? And um, I love, um, her name is Jessie J. Jessie J. I like her. You know, I love to work with her or her boyfriend, Luke. You know, um, Yale Scott. It's a whole bunch of artists that I haven't worked with that I would love to work with. Um, Kanye is not the only person in the United States of America, <laughs> although he is the bomb, and uh, yeah. I love all his records, but I yeah. love to and work I think, with so many other people. Yeah, and I think it's just because of when you speak of, like, the you work about Kelly and Common, like Kanye West, you know, the song All Falls Down was a big hit, and he's, you know, connected to Beyonce, to Jay-Z, and he's very popular, so I think that's why everybody always asks that question. That question. Well, we are live with Selena Johnson. We're going to go to the phone lines. Time is running out. We have a few more questions for Selena, but let's go to the phone lines and hear from her fans. 203, you are live with Miss Selena Johnson. Hello. Hi, Selena. Hello. Just want to tell you I'm really enjoying your interview. Uh, It's not often I get to hear you do an interview. I'm used to uh, watching you sing. Uh, this is the Coach Queen from Twitter. 
Having Team Mutants to cruise. How you doing? Hi, girl. Hey. Hi. So, you know, keep sharing your story, and I must commend you because your work ethic is bananas. I just had to Thank you. Because not a day goes by when I don't see a post about you're performing here, you're doing something here, you're singing. I'm like, how do you do it all and still be a husband, be a, be a wife, be a mother to your two sons? Like you just juggle it all and you make it seem so easy. So well, I just want to commend you honey, on that. Honey, let me tell you, thank you very much, but it is not easy. Easy it is not. Um, I can tell you one thing, though. I have a very supportive um, husband, and my mother living here has been a very helpful um, helpful thing, you know, as far as that's concerned, you know. Um, they have their grandma here, and, um, you know, I have my sister, Solette, here, lives in Atlanta. I have friends that live here. Um, so teamwork I, so I have a great makes the dream work. Man, Team Selena, baby, it it it, it is. A very good. Um, I have a very good foundation, and and I have a lot of help. But it is very hard because a lot of times I do, you know, I do have to do a lot on my own. Um, I do have to, you know, you have to harness the responsibility, and that's a lot. You know what I'm saying? You know, at the end of the day, it's your decision. You have to make all the decisions. Um. Uh, so I mean, and I and again, you know, my sister is my manager, um, who pretty much spearheads everything from New York. You know, she's not here, but she has to spearhead the whole world from New York. So I, I have a great, great foundation, and I, and I have King Jesus, honey, <laughs> who, who is the, the cherry on the on the on the top. You know, but it's tough. It's tough. Don't you get it twisted when I tell you I break down and cry a lot. I do, but um, the reward is so much greater. The reward is going to be so much greater. My children see me working. My children see me achieving. My children see me fighting, and and them growing up seeing that is what I is what I want them to see. Um, and and then also it allows my sons to have a strong relationship with a strong um, tie with their father. My boys are close to their father because he's he's the one that has to take them to practice to school, help them with homework. Um, all kinds of stuff, you know what I'm saying? Right now, my babies are with their father in Chicago. You know, he drove all the way to Chicago so that I could finish school, so I can get my schoolwork done, you know, and, and kept them at, my, at their other grandmama house, you know. They got two grandmamas. So, um, you know, I, I couldn't do anything without him. He is, he, he helps, he's the reason why I'm able to accomplish a lot of things. And we're a team like that, you know. I love it. I love it. Shout out to the good husbands. I mean, we always hear Shout out drama to the good and everything. Too. Yeah, good fathers, you know, good fathers. Everybody knows on Twitter. I'm always like, I can't stand a deadbeat dad. Um, so I love when I hear stories. Fathers are so important. And, you know, we appreciate you. We thank you. And you're so needed in girls' and boys' um, lives. That is great. Thank mm-hmm. you, Carla, for that comment on with Selena. Um, we'll be right back in one minute. We have to pay a bill, and we'll be right back. Thank you. 
Register now for the 5th Annual Dare to Aspire Conference for Women and Mom Entrepreneurs. This two-day event is being held in Atlanta, Georgia on Friday, June 12th and Saturday, June 13th. Check out D2Aspire.com. Early registration is on sale now. Limited quantities are available. Register now at D2Aspire.com. All right, we are back. We're live chatting with Selena Johnson about her career, being a mom, being a wife, and um, it's been a wonderful, wonderful interview. Um, question about your albums. Like I mentioned before, you released Chapter 6, Couples Therapy, uh, for those of you who caught the movie on BT. But do you write your own songs? Um, do you, and how do you, what material is it from your personal life? Can you chat about that on your album? Um, do I write my own records? Pretty much. Yes. I, oh, I wow. pretty much write, write everything. Um, chapter 6, I had some help. Um, I normally don't have help. Chapter 6, I had help. And Chapter 3, I had some help. As far as, oh, I had some help in Chapter 2 as far as lyrics are concerned. Um, but pretty much I spearhead and write everything. Um Chapter six, I, I allow, you know, people to just go ahead and write, you know, and I, I mean, I give them ideas and say, okay, go on, do what you're going to do, because I was dealing with writer's block, too, um, but I was so blessed to be able to have Cajun Johnson and Pierre Medora um, as my producers. Um, their writing was phenomenal. It, it was like they were, they were me, you know, um, they helped write, you know, they wrote some songs on there that were awesome. And then they had people that that helped them write. You know, they had teams, there were teams of writers as well for, for things, you know, for some of the songs. But um, I pretty much write most of my, my music, my, most of my lyrics, because the stories come from my body. The ideas, the concepts come from my life. So I can't, you know, the story can't be told unless I tell it. Um, but I do know that you can tell a story. Somebody can help you tell your story. You know what I'm saying? They can help you tell a story. You tweak it and, you know, fix, fix it to be tailor-made to you. Um, and, and with Chapter 6, Pierre and Cajun really came through um, for me with this album. What advice do you have for young girls or, or young men trying to make it in this industry today? It's a lot different than it was, you know, years ago when you got signed and discovered. Any advice that you want um, to share with the younger people trying to get into the entertainment industry? Um, hmm, basically to just um, so many things I could tell them, you know. It's so many things. But I guess the most important thing would be if you really want something, if you really want something, and I mean truly want something from the pits of your stomach and it won't go away, that is confirmation that is that you have that you gotta fight for it. No matter what. You gotta fight for it. You gotta you gotta fight as hard as you can till you get it. Wow, love it, love it, love it. And for those of you who might have not missed the introduction, you know, this show is recorded and we'll tweet it out the link immediately after the show. 
Selena is going to be in the ATL on Saturday, June 13th. She's going to be at our conference, Dare to Aspire Conference in Atlanta at the Jordan Terrace, beautiful hotel downtown Atlanta. We're so excited um, to have you there. Um, now, how – I know you're doing a show later on that night. What other, are some other ways that your fans can stay connected with you? Um, uh, Twitter, I guess, you know, all my social media outlets. Um, tag is something new that I do, M-I-P-T-A-G, com, and type in S-J, and um, all my social media sites will come, uh, outlets will come up in one, you know, one in one engine, and you can just get to them all, com. And actually, go get your tag page. It's a new thing. Um, it's really awesome. A lot of people are doing it now. It's going to be like the next Snapchat and stuff like that. So tag me, M-I-P-T-A-G. Am I okay? Met. Oh wow! This I'm just hearing about this. Like you see, I said grab a pen and paper. I'm just hearing about this. M I T. M I P T A G. Oh, Mitt. Oh wow! Wow. Okay. Wow. There's so many out. Have you found that there's one that you like? One platform. Like for me, I love Instagram. Um, is is there a platform that you like better? Because there's so much out there. Snapchat, Pinterest, Facebook. I mean, Twitter. Um, is there one platform that you like more than others? Um, I like Instagram. Yeah, I like Instagram. Instagram is my favorite because um, you you know you get to it's fun you get to see you know yeah um, <laughs> Twitter is cool like if you're um, watching a sporting event and you want to talk back and forth with somebody about the sport event. Like, I'm a huge NBA fan. Um, so the NBA playoffs right now is, like, my entire life. Um, I'm <laughs> so, like, waiting for the next game every day. So I'm usually on Twitter. I'll go back and forth um, with people on that from time to time. But I really don't have the time to be on anything. And that's why I say Instagram is fun because it's really just looking. You know, you're really just mm-hmm. looking. <laughs> you don't really got to talk. You know, and you can post a picture, you don't have to say nothing behind it, you know. So yeah. um, I, I like stuff like that. And it's less, it's le- even though people will still talk crazy on you, on your Instagram, you can erase <laughs> them, delete their comments, block them, and you don't have to talk back to them. <laughs> you don't have to say one word to them, you know. You can pretty much block, but Twitter's good like that, too. You you could um you could clearly block people. I, I'm the blocking queen. I will block you. I am too. If you even look like you say something crazy to me, blo- I'm not getting ready to tussle with nobody on social media because I'm so I'm so grown and that's so played out to me and so childish that it's ridiculous. So the moment somebody even looks like they're gonna say something crazy, oh, you're blocked immediately. I don't even, yeah. I don't even entertain it. I didn't give you give you no love, unless you say something so outlandish, or we arguing about basketball stats, or something I really care about. You know, that might be my kids, or maybe it's autism, or health, or something like that. A worldly event, the president, politics. You know, something that actually matters. But going back and forth with 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 people about dumb stuff. Mm-mm. Not the kids. Nope. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Our personalities are so similar. I love you, Selena. I mean, I just love you. And I encourage, and and, and for the record, I encourage the Salesians to do the same. I think that artists that encourage their fans to attack people are ignorant as hell. 
I think they're bullies and ridiculous. I think that is a terrible thing to encourage. You're encouraging bullies. People are crazy in this world. When you encourage people to go off on people, that you don't know who you're encouraging. You don't know what you're telling. You don't know who you can be encouraging. Jeffrey Dahmer. And then some <laughs> people are so crazy that they, you know, what if these people, like, live in the same city? Like, okay, for instance, I remember um, Nikki was telling me, Nikki Gilbert, when we were back, this was back, back in a, a while ago. She was like, Selena, I was in a grocery store, and, and, a, and a guy came up to her and was like, Nikki, oh, my God, it's me. It's me. And then he said his Twitter name. Like, because I talked to you on Twitter, you're supposed to know me, and you're supposed to know who I am. We're supposed to start talking, and we're supposed to be best friends in the whole world. You see what I'm saying? Like, that's crazy to me. You don't know who these people are. These people are crazy. Like, I walk around a lot by myself. I chill. And sometimes I'm with my kids. If I get into a, some kind of war on Twitter, um, these people could come up to me and hit me or slap my head and kill me or kidnap my child or whatever. You know what I'm saying? A lot of times I'm, I don't walk around with security 24 hours a day. You have to be very careful on this social media. That's why I always, when my um, – when the Felicia get into arguments with people, I always encourage them. And sometimes they go off and they be going off on people, and I be like, y'all, y'all don't even know why y'all fooling with these people. But I encourage them not to respond. Just don't respond. Sometimes you can shut somebody down and then block them. But I encourage them yeah. not to respond because it's like road rage. You got road rage. Somebody could get out their car and shoot you. You know what I'm saying? You don't know who is who. It's not that serious. It's, you're probably going to forget about it in about – 35 minutes after it happened, <laughs> 20, 15, 20 minutes after it happened. If, if you mean five minutes, because I don't have that kind of memory to be remembering dumb stuff. I got 18,000 things going on. But, yeah, I I, I, incur, I I think that when entertainers encourage their fans to, to be ignorant, I think that shows, you know, that reflects their personality. And that's, that, ain't, that ain't cool because you don't know who you're encouraging to do something to, to who. That's you know what I'm saying? Right. What if you encourage somebody crazy to come up to that artist <laughs> or somebody in there, that artist's family, what if it's a reality TV person and that and their mom is on the show and they come up to somebody's mom and hit them upside the head? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, no. Like, that, 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 this world is not what it used to be anymore. We can't, our kids can't even play outside no more. I mean, when I was with I used to go all around the other block and we hear yep. my mama call me and then be like, okay, come in. I can't even, I have, I'm nervous to let my son go outside and play in the driveway. People so dang don't play. <laughs> it's true. Mm-mm, it's honey. true. It's true. It's, it's real out here in these streets. <laughs> it is. It is. Speaking of crazy, well, I wouldn't say crazy, but um, I'm different and new empire. You know, a lot of people are watching this. It's a hit show, Empire. If you've been on their rock, you might not have heard of it, but Empire show, it's about the music business. Do you watch it, number one? And if you do, do you think it's an accurate portrayal of what happens in the music business? Um, no. I think it's just TV. Um, mm-hmm. Obviously, there are some elements that, you know, mirror it. But, um, again, Empire is the bomb. <laughs> I love Empire. <laughs> I really don't care what, what – uh, similarities it has, or if it's white or consistent, it's entertainment, and um, I'm so excited to see that music. That again, R&B music, hip hop. Yep. You know what I'm saying? I'm so excited to see music be on television in that element. Um, 
and I'm so excited to see so many black faces on television. Um, it's just exciting. It's, 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 I love, I'm so excited about all these miniseries, period. The Orange is, Orange is the New Black. I can't wait till Power comes on. Um, the Game, yeah. Being Mary Jane. Like, I'm so excited about these miniseries. They're so fun to watch. Um, Scandal, you know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm, I'm real mad the True Blood is gone. I'm mad the True Blood is gone, <laughs> but it's cool. You know, uh, Empire is the bomb. Empire is the absolute bomb, and it's it's so much fun to watch. Um, I really like Jesse Smollett, and yeah. uh, you know that whole He's my component. Oh my yes. goodness! But you yes. cannot not love um, Terrence Howard and Taraji P Henson. Taraji, clearly yeah. <laughs> they make <laughs> the entire show. Like, forget about it. Um, and I, I mean, I just I love all the like. Whoever is the producer is too fun and creative because I like all of the, um, you know, the guest appearances and the different appearances of the artists. Like how you had Jennifer Hudson and um, um, Estelle. He had Estelle in there. And um, uh, what's old girl, the, the white lady that, that do the music? Love. Um, what's her name? Um, Courtney Love. She was one of the. Courtney Love! Yeah. Yes, Courtney um, Love. Yes. Courtney yes. Love. Because um, she's a good actress. When people get through, yeah. Um, yeah. So I mean, I just I I love entertainment, and I just but I really love these, all these mini series, child. These mini series <laughs> make me never want to come out of my house. I was sitting here and watch so much TV, then to my eyes bleed. TV is too fun. When I have free time, that is what I do. I watch TV. Yes, yes. Now, a lot of moms, and we have a few more minutes, so I want to get these questions in. A lot of moms want to know, you know, how you stay so fit. Can you, like, do you not eat? Do you do um, drink the tea? Do you waist train? Can you share with some of my moms that are, you know, had kids, had some weight, you know, gain? Like, what are some quick ways you can, you know, get in shape and lose weight? Okay, um... There are a lot of tricks, but I can't um, – it, it's not right to say, if you do this, this will happen, because that's that's a lie across the board. Everybody's body is different. So everybody should be nutrition type, which means, you know, I can't tell – I might be able to say to you, well, you should do this, but then that's not going to work for the next lady because she might have thyroid issues and not even know it. You know what I'm saying? So um, it's just it's very difficult to to say if you do this and do this. But I will tell you this: if you um, eat less <laughs> per meal, <laughs> like small meals, uh, frequently, that always works. Um, small meals more frequently always works. I hate counting calories. I'm a portion girl. I don't like counting calories. That's too much work. So. Everything the size of the palm of your hand, everything on your plate, your meat, your vegetables, you can get away with more vegetables, but your meat, your vegetables, and your grain, which shouldn't be, shouldn't really be no grain, like no bread or nothing like that. That stuff is real bad for you, and it's a whole philosophy of why we ain't got time to go into it. But um, I don't eat after 8 o'clock. I don't eat three hours before I go to bed. That's because I have reflux too. But I always feel better when I um, eat less closer to the nighttime, you know, um, I feel better in the morning. Always eat fruits and vegetables. 
Drink half your body weight in water. That's, these are these are just things across the board. Half your body weight in water, and I would say do a cleanse of some sort at least twice a year. At least twice a year, some kind of fruit and vegetable cleanse. Um, nothing excessive, you know, unless you're going to be under the supervision of a dietitian. And notice I don't say doctor; I say dietitian, because doctors are great and everything, but they're not trained in diet. They're not trained in nutrition. They're not. And, and nurses and doctors will tell you that. Um, they know a little bit, but they don't know the, the real nitty-gritty. Um, so I, I would see a dietitian and not a nutritionist. Nutritionists can um, actually, actually a nutrition, nutritionists can steer you right too, but they, can't, um, they cannot pro, um, recommend supplementation. A dietitian can prescribe supplementation as if it were medication. And most of us need supplementation. Um, wow, excellent so advice. So I would just take excellent. multivitamins, take vitamin D, you know, got to take vitamin D, at least 5,000 IU a day. You got to take a multivitamin. I know people say Love you don't it. need it, but everybody in America needs a multivitamin because we're all depleted of, of nutrients. That's real and Michelle, Michelle, we have this last question, but Michelle 512 said, have you had surgery and are you opposed, would you consider having surgery in the future? Have you had any, like, breast work done, you know, tummy tuck, and would you do it in the future? I have never had any surgeries done, although <laughs> um, if, I, if I get to my, let's say I get to my, because, you know, as an athlete mentality, I, I, will, I, will, I don't want to go under the knife. I, in my mind, I feel like I can always get to the weight I used to be. That's just my mentality. But I've had two kids, and children do change your body. One of my babies was a C-section. Um, now, my stomach is, goes back down all the time. I can get my stomach back. Sometimes I can, sometimes I can't. Sometimes I'm bloated, sometimes I'm not, just like every other woman we know. But... um. If if I get to my goal weight, right, and then there's something that I don't like, like breasts or tummy or anything that I don't really like and I can change it, I would do it. If it's something that is really bothering me, I think, again, I think that um, if, if there's a lot of non-invasive things. I'm scared of surgery because um, I cried when I had to have a C-section. I, I didn't want to do it. I'm just scared of surgery. I, I just don't, I'm scared of it. It's just a fear. But if my breasts, Look like raisins after I lose all my weight. Oh yeah, I'm gonna go try to get my blood job. Why didn't I? And I'm done having kids. And if I have the money, yeah. there's nothing wrong yeah. with you um, wanting to feel better about you and whatever you need to do That's to do right. that. If it's safe and you ain't hurting nobody, then fine. You know, I don't think people should be criticized. Now, if you're getting shots in your butt consistently, trying to be have a big old booty, you have your collagen in your lips. You're getting this, you're getting that, you know, you're getting all this other stuff. Okay, there's something ain't right with you. You might have low self-esteem. But if you want to, if you see crow's feet on your eyes and you want to get a little, get a little Botox here and there, you know, whatever, that ain't no big deal. You want to get some facials and some peels and, you know, some stuff like that, <laughs> cool. Get liposuction on your stomach, um, say you don't like your thighs, you know. Like, for me, the hardest thing to lose is my legs, my thighs. They, my thighs and booty, just, I'm a black girl. It's, it's tough, you know. <laughs> but I personally would rather, it's a good thing that having a booty is in style now, you know. So I'll just do some yep. parts and some lunges, and I'm cool. But, you know, if there's something on me that 
that I if I get down, you know, once I once I get all the way down to my goal weight or whatever, and I feel like oh my breasts aren't where they used to be, you know, enough to the point where I can't get a Victoria's Secret push up bra and make it work, then hey, I'm, I'm gonna go get get it done. You know, I, I don't see anything wrong with anybody else. I might not because I'm scary, but um. Unless it was real bad and I just don't care, but and I'll be scared of all kinds of stuff. I'll just be scared of cancer. I just <laughs> I'll be scared of all kinds of stuff. I'm just scary. You know, I was scared to get an epidural. Just scary. Um, so I don't see anything wrong with, with improving yourself to make you feel better about you. Hey. Awesome. You're not hurting awesome. anyone. And hey. Yes, yes. Well no, thank you. So we have like one minute left. Please, is there anything else you want to share with the listeners, with your fans? We appreciate because we know how busy you are. And like the caller said, I mean, I love the way you're so responsive and your posts on social media. Follow her on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Um, and now this new thing, tag, I have to check that out. But is there anything else you want to leave with your with your with with our listeners? Um, you know, just to come out and see me speak. Something that I I really want to that I'm starting to do more. I have a book coming out. I have a book coming out. Um, it's called The Weight Is Over, and um, it talks about body image. Funny you would ask that last question because it talks about body image in this industry and in the world, um, and um, my journey with it, and you know where I am with it now, and. Um, talks about me running my first marathon and stuff like that, my first half marathon. And, um, basically, it's, this is something that I would like to do. I'd like to be an advocate for health and nutrition. I'm a certified nutritionist already, but, um, you know, I don't have my BS in, in nutrition science. So I want to talk to, you know, I want to start to talk more about nutrition and, and African-American women or women of color, you know, um, because women of color in, have the diet, you know, that, that spicy food, fat food, greasy diet. And we're, just women in general are dealing with a lot of stress, and it's killing us. And um, we, don't, we don't have anybody to turn to. Um, I, I'm, I, I just I, I want to leave with everyone to, um, to just really pay, to take time out for yourself. I know that seems very cliché. But I don't care if it's 10 minutes a day. Give yourself some self. Get yourself some self. Take time out for you. And don't feel guilty about it, especially if you're a mother. Feel guilty about being selfish. It's selfish. Just for a minute. I love it. I love it. Get selfish. Oh, and Selena, this, this had come up earlier. Everybody wants you to take a selfie and post it on Instagram. I don't know if you've done that yet, but, you know, a lot of people, can she post a selfie? You know, that's the new thing. So I don't know if you've done that yet, but if you would, I know the fans would be happy. So, um, yeah. Oh, well, um, selfie right now, this is it? No. <laughs> because I look all the same. Um, yeah, this, yeah, no. But I just thought to you in the past. Yes. But this look right now, when I tell you I have on no. my pajamas, today was my selfish day. No, ma'am. Oh, I got on my glasses. I look like Urkel. Um, my hair is off the chain. I got on pajamas <laughs> that my husband hates, which are my favorite ones. They have butterflies on them. There's a short set. He hates it. But I look off the chain. 
<laughs> well, wow, wow. Wow. When I get cute, yes. I'm going to take a selfie and I'll post it. Well, everybody uh, rush out. I'm not going to catch me slipping. I know, right? Everybody rush out. Um, you know, couples therapies are in stores now. You can go on her website, yes. selenamusic.com. Please get the album. Come out to there to aspire and see Miss Selena Johnson on Saturday live. And we're so excited. And thank you, Selena, um, you know, for coming on to our show. We really appreciate you and your music and your time. Thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Wow. Well, thank you. I know we've gone over by a couple of minutes, but she's phenomenal. She's great. I love her music. I love her voice. Um, and I can't wait till she, you know, uses some hair yum. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, um, no, thank you all for listening. And we hope, and to the people on the phone line, I know that some people are waiting with questions, you know, come out to the conference and, you know, ask her those questions far as we couldn't get a hold of you. Um, to answer your questions, and we're going to just end on again my favorite song, I know, but it is my favorite song in the whole wide world, and it's Guess What by Selena. We we played it at the beginning, and we're going to play it at the end. All right, have a great day. Bye. See you soon. Got to be.